We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's January 16th, it's 2023. We have five games to talk about on the main slate today, Martin Luther King Day. Um, listen, if you haven't educated yourself, now's the time, but um, I'm going to... I'm gonna leave it at that. We got our we got our buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, we got a Monday. We got a five game daytime NBA slate today. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Uh super pumped to be on and uh celebrate the, the Martin Luther King slate, if you will, and you know, all he's done to help the country and you know help uh help things progress, even though I know it was a long time ago. I think it's always good to, you know, honor him and um, everything he did for civil rights. So pretty, pretty excited to come on this pod. And um, I know we'll see some things. My my fraternity actually uh, is, is a part of the reason why we have a Martin Luther King statue in Washington. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So it's a really, really cool thing. And um, yeah, man, excited to come on. So let's let's get rolling. Yeah, I mean, he, he he changed the United States forever. Like, you know, and we should celebrate him. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't mean to, like, shorten what I was saying. I was just saying, if you haven't educated yourself on Martin Luther King, like, he, the dude was, <laughs> I, the easiest way to say it, I think, is just he was a pillar in history. Um, yeah. So if you haven't educated, I, I have, like, um young kids so 
coming up to this week you know school you're you know you have your kids learning about it so every year like when it comes to this time you know you get uh, like refreshed and stuff like that um on the subject and my my daughter came home from school the other day and she's like did you know that the family of martin luther king filed a case and won against the government like I was like, that's a fact I didn't know. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, but yes, Martin Luther King Day. Um, I mean, it's it's so cool. Some of the stuff you can read about him too. But anyway, let's talk some basketball. Um, football in the books, kind of. We got Tampa, Monday Night Football. I don't know what the NFL is doing with the schedule. Um, not saying that I hate it, but I, I don't know why they didn't just go like three and three. So um, it is what it is, but. We have five games today on the NBA slate. Um, the three and four o'clock game is the main slate, and that's what we're going to talk about because that's where a lot of the contests and stuff are. Um, props and everything, obviously, you know, you can jump on that stuff um, across the board. But let's talk about this um, five game, three, 3 p.m. Eastern slate. And um, we got some day basketball. Love day basketball. Love day baseball. Don't get me wrong. Love day baseball, but love me some day basketball as well we get started here new orleans at cleveland we got a 223 and a half total some books have it at 225 and a half and most books have it at Cavs minus six and a half on the new orleans side ingram is out herb jones is questionable and zion remains out as well on the cleveland side mobley is down with the g league so he's out isaiah mobley that is um wade and windler remain out so over the weekend rubio came back from the um injury reserve was it on the 12th so i guess it wasn't even technically over the weekend but yeah anyway will let's talk new orleans first what are your thoughts here on the pelicans yeah i think the pelicans are going to be okay in this game. Do, do I expect Cleveland to win? I do just because they've been a, a really tough team. Uh, but CJ McCollum, man, I mean, he just continues to play out of his mind. D- didn't play or ha- didn't have to do as much, it seems like, in the Detroit game. Uh, only 19-9-4. But outside of that, man, I mean, he's been putting up gaudy numbers. And But, you know, with this team being so such a slow pace, fairly good defensive team, even on a short slate, I think he's viable, but I don't I don't know if I'm gonna get there. I just I think we have better options. Like even Donovan Mitchell on the other side, I might be more apt to play just because of the discount and his scoring upside as well. Um <clears throat> so I think for this spot, CJ feels a little bit too expensive. Uh, you know, you've still got Alvarado at 4K, who's you know gonna get some minutes. Like maybe you sprinkle him in because he's cheap and and he can get there. Like I don't I don't hate some of the, these cheap plays. You know, a Trey Murphy, something like that. And I know Trey Murphy, you know, he's kind of been going off here the past couple of games at 4,800. I think he's somebody you, you should have some interest in just because of the situation. But in terms of the big pillar, CJ, I, I don't think I can pull it off even on a five-game slate. It's just – it's very expensive for where his upside could be in a slower pace, slightly high defensive game. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland – Top three defensive team, just about every position, um, plays at the slowest pace in the NBA. This game's in Cleveland. They're going to try to slow this game down. Um, New Orleans has kind of been playing a little bit slower with Zion out, um, something that, you know, 
trending stats are something that you and I talk about a lot. Um, trending stats are one of the one of our favorites. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me on New Orleans with this matchup against Cleveland, it's it's really tough to have interests. Um, I will say, like, if Herb Jones sits, maybe going back to our boy Valanciunas, absolutely crushed for us on Friday against Detroit. Um, hopefully, you listen to us on the point rebound prop because he had it in the first half. Um, just yeah. smashed in that game. Um, if Herb Jones sits, I don't mind Valanciunas. If Herb Jones is out, um, maybe, like you said, Murphy. Maybe it's even like Larry Nance if Herb Jones sits. But, I mean, I'm not going out of my way to play a lot of Pelicans in this spot. On the Cleveland side, I mean, it's kind of a different story. I think this is a good matchup for Cleveland. You know, we'll have to see what Golden State is doing. On they're on the second end of a back to back, so are they going to sit some guys here? And that kind of eliminates you know some potential studs on the slate. So maybe I am you know getting some you know exposure to the Cleveland studs in this game. What are your thoughts here on the Caps? Yeah, Garland does feel cheap, um, but I, I do think his price is appropriate with Donovan Mitchell being in. If Mitchell is out, um excuse me, man, I think we'd have a slightly different discussion, but at 7,500, I think it's fair. I think you can take some shots on it. I, st- I still think he's got upside at that price. Uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell, 9,200, you know, he's been a scoring machine uh, in a lot of these games. You know, we saw him put up 46 against Utah, uh, 26 against Portland. I, I know he only had 14 against Minnesota, but this is a guy that, you know, we've seen just really pushed the envelope, you know, 25, 30 real points. So I'll consider him for sure against the Pelicans. I think one of the interesting things for me uh, in this spot, Stevie, is Jared Allen is 5,900. Like, that, doesn't that seem too cheap, even against JV? Like, he's probably, like, the play here. Um, that, that's that's just too cheap for, for, for his upside. So – I think he's the number one target on this team. I like the price for him. Um, I have him and like Mitchell is like the two guys I'm wanting to target. And like the Pelicans are a good defensive team too. Like you have two really good defensive teams, you know, battling it out here. So it's hard to like stack this game, but on the, on the flip side of that, it's five game slate, five game slate. So you know, I'm definitely going to get some exposure here. I like the price on Allen. Um, I don't even hate, like, Mobley if you're not playing Allen. I think one of those guys could have a really solid game here. I mean, Valanciunas is potentially only slowing one of them down um, and, and, like, whoever's left to get the other one. So, you know, I don't mind taking a shot on Mobley or Allen. i probably make a group and don't play them more more than one of them on a team. Yeah. I get that for sure. Um, anything else from this game? Negative. All right. We're moving on. We got Toronto at New York facing the Knicks. 224 and a half total. The Knicks a three, three-point favorite in this one. I mean, the Knicks are good to go health-wise. Toronto, I mean, Otto Porter Jr. is out. Van Vliet is questionable. But, I mean, we're looking at two pretty healthy teams. We'll go Toronto first. I mean, if Van Vliet sits, that definitely opens some stuff up here for Toronto. Um, I think Flynn at 3K would be someone that 
you know, we're looking at OG at 6,400. But, I mean, Siakam in New York, Madison Square Garden, it's hard not to have interest in him in this spot. He's averaging 58 fantasy points against this team in two matchups already this season. Um, if Van Vliet's out, Scotty Barnes has been someone that has just been fantastic here recently. His usage gets a nice little bump. What are your thoughts here on Toronto? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, yeah, when it comes to the Raptors, I think, you know, this is, you know, some potentially good news here because if Van Vliet is out, I think it's only going to straighten Siakam and some of these other guys. Now, I do understand that uh, Malachi Flynn will probably get more minutes or Delonto Banton. Like one of these guys, uh, Delonto Banton, one of these guys will probably pick up some minutes. Um, I'm going to side with Flynn. I, I think Flynn would be the guy that picked up the big minutes in that 3K Essentially, Steve, I think he would become the de facto or devalue play on this slate at 3K. Like, I think he'd almost be a lot better. So that that's kind of where I am here with with Toronto. Now they've got some secondary pieces like Gary Trent at 5500, who is probably an okay play anyway. Just okay. Uh, I don't think it's great if Van Vliet is out. He he may still just be okay but he'd probably be a little bit more viable because of uh, he should have maybe a touch more scoring upside in terms of real points. Um, OG's just been okay. Scotty Barnes has just been okay. The main target here would be Pascal Siakam at 10-1, who has immense upside in, in scoring, rebounding, assisting. He's been doing it all. Even the other night, which and this was a lower-scoring game for him. Stevie just didn't shoot efficient from the field. Seven rebounds, six assists, one block. Fouled out with six personal fouls at 34 minutes, only had 15 points. He shot five for 16, and he's been shooting more like 10 for 16. So, so you know, he hits 10, 10 more real points. He's at 43 fantasy points, and he fouled out. So he only played 34 minutes where he's been playing more like 36 to 38. So he probably racked up a few more fantasy points. I love Siakam in this spot here. Martin Luther King Day, Madison Square Garden, big stage. Let let spicy P cook. If Van Vliet gets ruled out too, Siakam has a 31% usage rate, averaging 1.42 fantasy points per minute with Van Vliet off the floor. Biggest bump. Um, second biggest bump would be OG. Third biggest bump would be uh Gary Trent for what it's worth. Yeah. New York's side of this one, I mean, the Knicks are healthy. Like they, you know, 
they've been in and out. Some guys have been in and out here recently. But now, like, we're getting a healthy Knicks team. Jalen Brunson looks fantastic. Um, Julius Randle is coming off of a monster game against Detroit. And, Will, you know, we talked about Valanciunas the other day against Detroit. Like, just keep playing bigs against Detroit. Like, don't stop. <laughs> like, don't just, stop. Get it. Get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a thing, man. So, um, it's a vibe. Yeah, they're expensive, but five game slate, raw points matter. You know, what are we doing here with the Knicks? So, quick question How do you feel? How do you feel about, and I know you just literally asked me a question. I'm posing a question back. How doesn't Mitch Rob at 5,300? He's very enticing here, I think. Like, how do you feel about Mitch Robin? And I'll, I'll cover myself. I like Mitch Rob today. What are your thoughts? They need his size in this game. Um, you know, he's someone that has played 29 minutes and two matchups against them this season. So they definitely need his size in this game. I think I like that call. Um I'm on it. Like he just played 35 minutes against them on the sixth. That was nine days ago. Ten days ago, if you're listening to this on Monday morning. Um, so I like that call. I mean, his minutes have been super consistent. This game should be very competitive. Um yeah, I, I'm I can get on board with that. Sorry, I got distracted. Like somehow, like Huntley just fumbled on the goal line and Cincinnati ran it back for a touchdown. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not even paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I got super distracted. Um, like it looks so at first glance, it looks like a clear fumble and recovery for a touchdown. I don't know if it was a block on the back on the 20 yard line on Andrews there, but kudos to Mark Andrews for trying to run that dude down. Um, but yeah, it looks like a legit touchdown. Super distracted. Um, Baltimore looked like they were about to take the lead. They were on like the two one one yard line, two yard line, and then Cincinnati just. <laughs> they're good they're kicking the extra points that's crazy um the football games this weekend have been crazy uh the jags game was wild wild that was such a chargers thing to do uh, anyway oh of course yeah of course so, uh, <laughs> back to basketball i'm with you i like the mitch rob price i mean julius randall's ceiling just seems massive um he's averaging 53 this is a game that like you could probably get low ownership on stacking because it's kind of expensive, but I do like this game a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm with you. Like, I, you know me, Stevie. I like competitive games anyway. It is expensive, yeah. like you said. I think Mitch Rob gives us, you know, the ability to have a little bit of flexibility. Um, you know, I know Julius is at 10 3, RJ 69. Um, Brunson is 85, and Brunson's still been playing well, like putting up monster numbers here. Brunson, Brunson's probably a sneaky tournament play here. It's just, man, at some point his upside's got to be capped, right? Like, but then I go and look, Steve, like just the other night, big game, don't get me wrong, but Randall, 71 fantasy points, right? You got RJ. He only had 18, and then Brunson had, I think, what, 45-ish, something like that. I think that's what it was, 43. And then I think we saw in the previous game, it was kind of the Brunson and RJ show, and Randall was the one that took a hit, but that was more for inefficiency. So I, I feel like on a day-to-day -day basis, 
The answer is Randall and forego the other two, and I think that's how I approach this slate. Golden State at Washington taking on the Wizards. 232.5 total here. Warriors favored by three. They rolled out Clay Thompson, so we know he's not going to play. They did say, again, this is like the morning of Sunday's game. They did say that like Curry would play both set, like both games of the back-to-back. So yeah, we'll see if that actually happens. Um, but we know Clay's not going to play. Curry's supposed to play. Anything can change that. But on the Washington side, Bradley Beal upgraded to questionable night before injury report. He's questionable instead of out. Um, as far as like Golden State, I mean, we'll see on like Draymond and these guys, um, Wiggins. But I would assume everyone plays outside of Clay. Um, I would assume Draymond plays. I would assume Wiggins plays. I I don't think Trey plays, but or not Trey Thompson Clay. Wow. Um, Golden State side first here. Will Curry playing and no Clay Thompson. Jordan Poole seven nine seems kind of pricey for him, even without Clay on the floor. He does have some upside. I mean, I don't hate Wiggins at 66. He's the guy that I think could really benefit from Clay being off the floor. But, I mean, the man that could benefit here is is Mr. Chef, um, Mr. Chef Curry. He's going to yeah. whip up some curry here on, on a Monday. Yeah, man, 10-4, playing against Washington. Going to have immense upside. I mean, this is a, this is a game where, you know – he could just go slap off Stevie. Uh, he he could go slap off like it's Washington. They're not playing great defense. Guys just keep sitting. Um, he's probably he's probably the tournament target on this slate. Don't you think? Like out of all the guys that could just put you to sleep, which Randall has this crazy upside too, but. Curry, man, just baked in so much with the three-point shooting, the scoring. He's so involved, and it's a matchup with Washington. Love Curry here. Yeah, I like I like Curry, too. I don't mind Poole or, or Wiggins as, like, secondary pieces. I don't mind Draymond as, like, a secondary piece. Um, I could see Draymond, like, maybe handling the ball, getting, like, a double-double, like, assist type of game. Um, yep. So I don't hate that. The Washington side of this one, I mean, Porzingis and Kuzma are so expensive if Beal comes back. Um, I don't know. Hamstring injury, if if Beal comes back, does he play his normal minutes? Like, Bradley Beal just can't stay healthy right now. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Washington side? Uh, so, if Porzingis plays, he's sneaky, Stevie. Like, at 9,100, he just played the Knicks, you know, he played the Pelicans, but like we've seen his upside throughout the season, these big 60 point games. And Golden State has struggled with big men uh, throughout the season. So he's on my list in terms of tournaments. Like I, I don't mind him at all, like at all, Stevie. Um, I wish Daniel Gafford was going to play 25 to 28 minutes in this game. I would be all over Daniel Gafford as well, but I'm just, I'm not sure if he is. I think Golden State may run him off the floor. So I'm, I'm a bit afraid of that, which kind of gives me some interest in 
a guy like Rui Hachimura or or uh, Denny Avdia, like those two guys, because if they run him off the floor, then I think those two will see slight increases in minutes. And so, you know, those are the cheaper pieces, and I, I think I've got some interest in them. You know, Morris is 4,800. He's cheap enough, like playing almost 30 minutes. I think you can get some shares of him as well. I, like, like he's, he's, I feel like he's a safe 4,800, if, if you get what I'm saying, whereas Denny and Rui might be more of an upside 4K player. Morris is more of a safe 4K player where it feels like he's going to get you 25, maybe have upside for 30 on a good day. Yeah, um, I worry about Gafford too, you know, playing a full allotment of minutes. God, I wish he was um, playing like 28 minutes in this game, though, Steve. He'd be a smash play. Yeah, I mean, they're not even giving them that type of run right now in close games. Like, yeah, you would have thought yeah, not, like not, not with um, Not with Porzingis back. Like, he had a couple yeah. of games where he was pushing like, you know, 28, 20, but Porzingis was out. He, he's, he's not going to see that with him back. I just wish they would do it. I don't even hate Porzingis in this game. Like if you're playing oh, yeah, like a Curry, yeah. yeah, like if you're if you're playing like a Curry team and want to run it back with like a Porzingis, I mean, I would run it back with probably Kuzma or Porzingis if Beal is out. Um, so interesting, interesting game. Like it has a pretty high total. It should be. It should be competitive, especially with Golden State on the second end of a back-to-back. I don't even know, like, uh, yeah, I think it becomes more competitive, like, if Bradley Beal plays. Um, But, yeah. Moving on, we got Miami at Atlanta. This game has a two, 23.5 total. The Heat are a a 1.5 point favorite. On the Atlanta side, Capella upgraded to questionable here on the night before injury report. Miami side, Kyle Lowry is out. Duncan Robinson is out. Your seven is out. And Caleb Martin is questionable. Miami first. I like this game a lot for Miami. I think this is a fantastic spot for Miami. It's just figuring out who I want to play. Like Tyler Hero is 8,200. That's a really steep price tag. Jimmy Butler, this seems like a fantastic spot for him, but... The guy that, like, I keep leaning to, Will, is Victor Oladipo. No Kyle Lowry. 35-minute Victor Oladipo at 6,100. I mean. Oh, man. I don't hate it. I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, I I get it. I I wish he was still in that 5K range. Gosh, but 35 minutes, he's putting up pretty much 35-plus fantasy points. And that's more than enough at 6,100 on a small slate. So I get it. He's playing Atlanta. Should be an up and down game. Um, you know, Trey's playing, so that's going to keep it fairly competitive anyway. I don't hate Bam in this spot either, like at 8,700. Um, I think he's got a little bit of upside, you know, <sighs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So Matt Stress has been interesting. Yeah, he was the other guy that I was going to talk. Like about. he's playing big minutes. Like I think you play him for the minutes and hope he he has the scoring output out of the guys. Because last game, Gabe Vincent just went nuts in the first half, Steve. Like he had like twenty one points in the first half, and he's had two games back to back with forty plus fantasy points, and it's because they're playing so many minutes. So. This may be the game where you play them both. You could take Gabe and Struts and maybe pair them with one of the Miami guys. So maybe Oladipo, uh, Jimmy, or uh, or Bam and kind of roll it from there. But those guys, they're getting so many minutes. I think you have to consider them. Yeah. With Lowry already ruled out, I think Struss is just too cheap. Like he's going to play big minutes. Fantastic matchup. I think like as much as I like as much as I like Butler and Bam in this game, I think this is where I just kind of lean more towards some value on the Miami side and hope those guys just don't go for like 50. Could they? Sure. I mean, yeah. On the Atlanta side, Trey Young probable for this game. Obviously, he's your he's your ceiling guy here. DeJounte Murray. 8100. I like him when 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 Trey sits, but tough matchup for a Kongu in this one. Maybe this is a spot you lean more on like John Collins instead of a Kongu. Don't love the price tag on John Collins. You know, maybe it's Bogdanovich, you know, getting some wing minutes here, but really for me on Atlanta, I'm struggling to, you know, get a ton of exposure to anyone outside of maybe Trey Young. Yeah, I, I know man Okongo was playing so many minutes. It's just that's what that's what makes me at least want to have him in a few bills. Like it's it's just yeah. minutes. No, I agree with that. Yeah, minutes wise. Gosh. Um just in a five game slate, you can throw matchups out the window and just say, Hey, I'm gonna take shots on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um Trey's okay. I mean DeJounte, man. We he put up 50 the other night. Let's, let's call it 49 on the dot against Toronto. And I know he has the upside, Stevie. But it's just I feel like we don't see it consistently. It's like once every seven or eight games we're getting some upside. And I don't, I just – 8,100 I do think is a fair price. Like he's playing the minutes. But I'm with you. Bogdanovich feels like kind of the this – I don't want to call it sneaky, but the cheap guy that could – get you 30 plus just kind of throw him in the bucket with stress and Vincent and Oladipo and, and we're right there. So I like him. I don't, I don't love uh, some of the others like Trey is just okay for me at 9,500. Um, I, I know he's big upside there at home and, and Stevie, you know, I, I may just have to play the narrative card here, man. Like at, you know, state farmer is big on, Martin Luther King, of course, they, the Atlanta's had MLK jerseys like during the season, not just for that. So I, I know I've, I've seemingly changed my mind. And I have. I feel like Atlanta might have a little something more to play for here. Give me Trey Young on this slate. I, I like Trey sneakily for a big game here. There you go. You're with me. Trey Young, we're, we're on board. We're in. <laughs> <laughs> we got there in different ways, but we got yeah. there. Yeah. Um, it all led us to the road to Minnesota, where we finished out. Um, sorry, Vikings fans. Um, just want to say that 
Someone in YouTube chat. What's up, YouTube? Hope everyone's having a fantastic weekend. Someone in YouTube chat during the football show asked us to pick our underdogs to win, and we we picked the Jags and uh, the Giants. So the Jags one was wild. It was wild. Made made some jelly beans on the Jags game. Will uh, might have bet them at the two minute warning. <laughs> may have happened um i don't know cannot disco disclose these things um but yeah might have might have bet them um to win so to say anyway we got utah at minnesota this game is at a 230 and a half total the timberwolves are a two and a half point favorite in this one on the minnesota side edwards and gobert are questionable mclaughlin remains out towns is still out and prince is questionable on the jazz side rudy gay is questionable markin marketing is questionable and kelly olenic is out we'll go utah first um luckily luckily like we we only have like a three we have an hour window in between like what we're looking at for like lock and stuff between the first and last game on the slate so we should yeah. have news here as far as like the utah side because i mean if marketing is out sure it changes it. yeah like marketing out changes the entire slate like vanderbilt becomes a fantastic value play kessler's already a really solid vast value play um even a bigger value play if Rudy Gobert ends up sitting in this game on the other side. So Utah is really interesting. If Markin is out, Clarkson might be my favorite play on the slate. Like I already like him in this matchup, but I like him a lot more if Markin doesn't play. Yeah. And what I was going to say too, Stevie, we might actually get this news before the three o'clock games because the official injury report comes out at two o'clock. Doesn't it? Is it? One o'clock, one o'clock. One, yeah. uh, 130, I think. One thirty. Yeah. We split the difference. So yeah. either way, like I gotta think since it's they know the game so early, they're, they're gonna be three hours or a couple hours out. Let's call it a few hours out, excuse me. For that game, it feels like they would try if if they know for sure he's not gonna go, I think he might come out as out on the initial injury report. I come on, I know it's Martin losing day, I know these guys wanna play, so I get it. I'm just I'm just kind of talking through it. We we may get it before it, if so, that'll definitely help us. But I'm with you. You know, Clarkson is in play anyway. Mike Conley, I, I think, is in play as well, even at 5,400. And Colin Sexton, I like him at 4,200. Coming off the bench, but he's he's got a little bit of upside, you know, with, with maybe get a few extra minutes too if marketing doesn't play. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And like if marketing is out, Stevie, like it's Jared Vanderbilt time, isn't it? Like I know, I know Walker Kessler's already going to play, but if marketing is out, like Jared Vanderbilt's going to play thirty plus minutes in this game, and at that point, I'm in. Yeah, I mean the only the only thing that concerns me about Vanderbilt is if marketing sits. Do they go to like? Horton Tucker like they did the other night when he sat like out of nowhere THT played what was it 28 minutes or something like that yeah. um so it's just one of those situations where you could take shots on both of them if you're making multiple lineups um THT being 3600 on the slate where we don't have a ton of value um it would be fantastic if marketing sits um 
Yeah. He played really good the other night. Like, wasn't it? He shot like five for 10 from the field and like was eight for 10 from free throw, like the free throw line. Like, he ran really well. Um, yeah. We know he has upside, though. We, we've played him before in the past. Was it the Lakers he was with? Um, so, yeah, I mean, if if Markkinen's out, it changes the entire slate. I do like the, the Colin Sexton call a lot, though. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota side, I mean, Saturday? Was it Saturday? Gobert left the game early. Um, I think it was Saturday. So, you know, if he were to sit here, we'll have to kind of see. Anthony Edwards is questionable, but he's been questionable for like a week and a half, and he's played every single time. So I, I kind of assume that Edwards plays. The fact that Gobert left the game on Saturday and didn't come back um, concerns me more for him to play in this game than it does for Edwards. So I like Edwards in this game. Utah is a fantastic team to target. This game has one of the highest totals on the slate. The pace in this game is going to be fantastic. You know, Utah, a team that likes to push the pace. And, I mean, Minnesota is no no team that doesn't, you know, well, they're seventh, I think. So they're going to try to push the pace as well. And we got to love targeting Utah Jazz. They're bottom five team in defense. This is a great spot. So I like Edwards a lot. I like Russell. Um, if Gobert is out, man, <laughs> flip a coin, but I would assume it would be Nas Reed. Um, I would assume he'd get the start, <laughs> and I assume that would be where we would end up. So, Oh, at 4,900, you already know. Like, yeah. And he's all forward center eligible, so we could play him in the forward spot, the power forward spot, the center spot, the utility spot. He'd be our Swiss Army player today, <laughs> Playing wherever you want. What are your yep. thoughts overall on Minnesota here, Will? Yeah, if Gobert sits, Nasri is in play. And Stevie, every t- I feel like every time we 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 have a pod together, Anthony Edwards is on this slate, and we're like, God, are they just going to sit this man so he can get a day and try to heal up completely? And they play him every time, and they so he's definitely back not- the other night. Yeah, so he's definitely not sitting today. Uh, I mean, they're giving him Stevie. They're giving him the LeBron James, Anthony Davis treatment. He's going to be questionable the whole season. Uh, at eighty three hundred, though, where his prices come down, Stevie, like you know, now's the time to like, jump on it. Oh man, like sign me up against Utah. Like sign me up. I, I'm in. Um, I mean, I think this whole game is undervalued. Like, look at D'Angelo Russell at sixty seven hundred. Like this is, yeah, this is too cheap. Minnesota has some really good value here. Uh, McDaniel's forty six hundred. I'll take that. I think this this may be the game stack of the day if Gobert sits. Mono, if Gobert and Markin sit, I'm sorry. Yeah, this game is fantastic either way. I mean, it has yeah. the highest totals. But going back, like I really like that Knicks game. You know, now that we're like through the five games and like we talked it out and stuff, I really like the next game a lot. Um, and I really like Cleveland. I think this is a fantastic spot for the Cavs. So interesting and fun daytime NBA slate. Let's play the morning grind game and then we will get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got today? Who under 5K to go 7X? Probably should have been writing this down as we were going. 
Um, <laughs> kind of funny. Give me Colin Sexton. Give me Colin Sexton. I was going to say, um, I, that's 100% who I thought you were going to pick. Um, <laughs> for what it's worth. I, I'm going to go Trey Murphy. I, I think that... I think he'd be really, really solid today. Um, especially like if Herb Jones doesn't end up playing. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today? Uh, give me CJ McCollum. Yep. <laughs> Can I just say <laughs> yes and like double team that one? Um, I'll go, I'll go Tyler Hero, but it, it's CJ McCollum. Yeah. Yeah. Like CJ McCollum could, if he breaks the slate, he's going to be very low owned. But I don't know even how much exposure I'd get to him running like 150 teams today. Like I'd play him some game theory for sure, but I don't know how much I get to him today, even on a like running a bunch of teams. Favorite 6X play today, Will. Yeah. <laughs> This was a tough one for me. Um, I'm going a little bit, call it a little bit off the board, because I think this guy is just too cheap. Give me D'Angelo Russell, whether Gobert's in or out. Like at 6,700, I, I think it's too cheap. All right. Give me Victor Oladipo for six. I knew that was your guy. I knew it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, the matchup doesn't get much better. So I like him a lot today. But yeah, Victor Oladipo is my guy today. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Five games slate. Um, someone you think is going to be low on today. Man, I, I'm not sure how low owned he's going to be because of the price. But uh, give me Darius Garland at 7,500. Max Strauss is probably going to be popular, right? Playing 40 minutes, gosh, it feels yeah. like he's been. Yeah, I think he's going to be popular. Give me Jarrett Allen. I, like I don't know it. if he'll be popular or not, but I like him for, for tournaments today. I just realized I, I didn't like put him. a hat on. I don't ever do podcasts without a hat. Um, I just now realized I didn't have a hat on, and I'm yes, looking at it. Slip one on real quick. Uh, all right. Got my hat on. Serious now. Any any bets standing out to you here night before? Anything that you, you know you might be looking at tomorrow and being like, I need to see what this line comes at it. Honestly, probably Trey Young for me. I want to see if he yeah. comes out at like 26 and a half in terms of points. Yeah, I, I looked on a couple of different places because I wanted to see what his prop was going to be, and I wanted to see what um, Anthony Edwards' prop was going to be. I really, really like this spot for Anthony Edwards today. So I wanted, I wanted to see where they were going to come in. So kind of the two guys that I, I, were, I was looking at as well. All right, that's it. Have any final thoughts before we get out of here, Mr. 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 Priester? No, sir. I am good to go, man. And thanks for bringing me on as usual. And it's a great day in the neighborhood. It sure is, my friend. It sure is um, always fun hanging out, chatting some sports with you. If you guys haven't already, 
rotogrinders.com slash discord get in chief's prop shop it's just so much fun it's a great community the joint sweat as my good buddy will priester will say the joint sweat is fun so that's gonna wrap it up here for monday's podcast we'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops hope everyone has a fantastic day and hope everyone had a fantastic weekend we'll see you again tomorrow